the main focus of tonight's meeting was, so uh, as a Newtown Township Human Relations Commission, uh, we've been looking at some of the ways uh, that we can re-examine the whole question of policing within our township, within Newtown, uh, and just kind of in general. And uh, that's just one of the, the many uh, issues that we've chosen to focus on and see how we can get additional transparency representation within the police force. Um, so uh, to that end, we're very honored to be joined by Ms. Karen Downer, who is the president of the NAACP Bucks County Branch, in addition to being the chair of the NAACP Pennsylvania State Freedom Fund Committee. Uh, she also serves on a number of other positions as well, uh, which I'm sure I should be glad to tell you about. Um, but uh, her, the work that the Bucks County NAACP, uh, if you're not familiar, and the NAACP in general, I mean, they, they do incredible legal work. Uh, they've, uh, you know, for the past um, half century and or more, um, they've been fighting incredible legal battles in Bucks County NAACP. They've been especially focused lately on initiatives to, um, for both policing and education and reform and, and advancements and improvements uh, that she can tell you about. Uh, but I think that it's better if we hear it from her. So, um, Karen, I'll go ahead and I'll share your slides and then I think you can um, go ahead and, and talk to us and, and kind of okay. impart some knowledge on us. All right. Uh, well, NAACP stands for National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. February the 12th, 1909, that's when the organization was formed. So the NAACP is the oldest and largest and most widely recognized grassroots-based uh, civil rights organization in America. We have more than a half million members and supporters around the world uh, and 2,200 branches. We continue to lead the fight for, we, we look at voting rights, uh, we look at education, we look at healthcare, criminal justice, and basically our dream is that everyone get, should get to live the American dream. Um, now we get to the meat of the conversation. Um, we formed a criminal justice and education committee uh, we formed this committee in the midst of or following the George Floyd death. Many residents in Pennsylvania were were asking, what can we do? What kinds of things can we do? How can we get involved? I kind of had this idea of a, this, a strong civil rights uh, a group. It was something that we didn't really have here at the Bucks County branch. And so um, what we did was we formed this group. It consists of education, legislation, and policing. So under the education banner, we look at, at schools, K to 12. We look at increasing public awareness of racism. Under legislation, we look at uh, bills. We want to support bills that support our agenda. And in reimagining public safety, our intent is to help all members of our community to feel safe. So the mission of reimagining public safety of the Public Safety Committee is to ensure safe, fair, safe, and effective policing that respects and protects human life and ensures safety for everyone. Our uh, shared goal, when I say shared goal, I'm referring to the police. We feel that we have a shared goal with the, with the police. And it's to 
It's protecting public safety where everyone in our community not only is safe, but should actually feel safe and protected by the police. We do hope to build a working relationship with the Bucks County Police Chiefs so that together we can increase public trust of the police. So when residents understand the policies and the operations of police departments, it promotes public trust, which is essential to the policing mission. Trust is created when residents have confidence that enforcement is equitable. They need to feel that the police are, are there to protect them. So building trust with the community is fundamental to affecting policing. Sound conduct by police includes community interaction, enhances communication, and promotes shared responsibility. I'll try to give you like a, a, a brief overview of what this committee does. Um, and this is uh, pretty much a good part of the presentation that is presented to each of the police departments here in Bucks County. There are 39 of them. We looked at questions that you should be thinking about, things that you should be uh, asking your police department. So policies and procedures for use of force are appropriate and accountable. You need to find out what are they going to do. Uh, a lot of times I hear in Bucks County that, well, you know, it's here in Bucks County, we're safe, we're, it's, sometimes there's a view that we're different from everyone else. But a lot of the, um, the, the, the shootings that happen, they're happening in, in uh, communities where nothing like this has ever happened before. You, you'll hear it over and over again on the news. It's very challenging to get use of force information from the, the various uh, police departments. They are not in a hurry to, to share that. Um, the idea is not to, we're not trying to ask for that information because we're looking at a, a particular officer that did that or the other. We just want that, we just want to overview details without names, basically. You need to consider how demographics of the department reflect the community it serves. So, you know, if you're thinking about whether or not you should have a police officer of color. You should be looking at your, at your community to determine approximately how many you really need to be thinking about, how diverse your police force should be. Are tools and procedures in place to address incidents involving mental health issues? Do policies and procedures provide for accountability and fairness? in enforcement. And this is very important to us because um, too often two people do the same thing. If they're white, they're treated one way. If they're black, they may be treated another way. So you need to know if your police department is really um, being fair and balanced. Do minorities account for, for a disproportionate number of traffic stops compared to percentage of minorities in your community? If the number is higher, or minorities stopped for just driving through a community. Uh, that's what I want to know. How the department uses community engagement to promote our common goals. How does your law enforcement report and investigate bias incidents? And has your department had training to recognize their personal biases and how to overcome them? If you really stop and think about biases, I think they have more to do with uh, lack of knowledge so as you gain knowledge, those biases begin to go down. 
Um, but it's something that you do have to pay attention to personally. And obviously, we would want um, our police departments to make sure that they're including training on those subjects. We expect to have private conversations with the police department. But let's say that um, we were looking at arrest data. And an example might be African-American make up 0.3% of the population. African-Americans in the whole county make up 4.5% of the population arrested African-Americans make up 8.5% of the population. And that's the five-year average. Um, if you look at Latinx uh, percentage of population at 3% in, in this particular town, um, Bucks County percentage is 5.7% Latinx, Latinx population, and the rest is 3.81% uh, a five-year average. So if you were going to have a discussion, then you would want to understand the reason for the wide discrepancy. They may say, well, you don't have to really worry because it's that 8.5% isn't has nothing to do with the 0.3% of our population. They're not the ones. So then that means that where are these other people coming from? Are they driving through your community? And that's who's getting stopped. Um, Which seems a little strange because of the fact that if it's a primarily, if it's a 90 something percent white community, then um, there must be more white people coming through the community than there are other, uh, other races. So that's just, you know, that would be where we would want to start having a conversation. And again, I want to emphasize that um, these are not discussions where we would be running out to, you know, put the word out that this is what happened. And that's not what this is about. This is about having private conversations. And uh, this year we would want to build a, a baseline of information. So when we meet with the various police departments, we ask questions also. So um, we ask questions like, what are are your plans regarding updating your use of force policies to comply with the guidelines that came out from the Bucks County Police Chiefs? Uh, We want to know if your department is accredited, and if it's not, do you have plans to seek that uh, that accreditation and when we we're looking for the Pennsylvania law enforcement accreditation program uh, the makeup of your depart of your department broken up broken down by race ethnicity age etc does your department have a strategy with social services uh, for mental health services um, you know there's a number of uh, mental health organizations in the county um, to make use of. Are officers issued body cams and uh, how do you handle that? What's, what, what's the policy uh, to, to govern their, their usage? What me- mechanisms are in place for community oversight? What mechanisms are in place for members of the community to report police misconduct? 
What about internal reporting of police misconduct? Now I'm going to mention the agreement that we have with the Ben Salem Police Department. We have interacted with the Ben Salem Police Department for a while. And basically, we've had an informal agreement that we we formalized. This is historic in terms of Bucks County. And the idea is that uh, people would be able to come through us if they have a complaint against the police. They can register the complaint with us. Uh, we have a, a form online that people can go in and fill out the form. And in fact, the form has just been up a short amount of time and we do have a complaint that came in. The idea is that they don't have to go through to the police department if they don't feel comfortable doing that. They can register the complaint. They can use their name and personal information, you know, share their personal information because they want personal help. They maybe want to just tell us about something, but without the, the individual information, we would not act on it because we really wouldn't have a, a reason to act on it. Um, but also the idea is that if the, your police, if someone treated you extremely well, Okay, so I just wanted to mention a, uh, a couple of things that the agreement includes. Uh, it includes a commitment to meet regularly with the police. We, uh, both parties will work together to ensure that police officers get regular training, a broader process for intake of the complaints of police misconduct, and increased increase transparency regarding the results of police misconduct. So in other words, we don't want an investigation swept under the rug. That's, that was, that's a big part of the idea behind this, um, that, that we're being as open and as transparent as possible. So that, that really wraps it up. If you have an interest in the committees, give a shout.